Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to That Girl with me, Danielle Decker. As always, so thankful that you're here with me, pressing play and uh, ready to hopefully encourage you um, for the week ahead. And today, really, I, I'm hoping to encourage you for the school year ahead. Uh, as time has uh, shown, as always, it just goes so fast. And here we are, it's August and school is starting everywhere. I know there's some schools that have already started. Some are starting next week and um, I, it's just crazy. I can't believe that we are ready for another school year. Uh, but here we are. And so I just kind of wanted to hop on real quick and just try to encourage you because I know that um, the start of the school year can be super stressful. It, like I said, I mean, time goes so fast that it almost seems to like blindside us, right? You're just going about your business, having your summer, and suddenly you're like, oh my goodness, we need school supplies. School is starting. It's back to school night. It's meet the teacher. It's all the things. And suddenly, you know, it's like it's fall, you know, <laughs> consider it Christmas. Um, but it just, it kind of sneaks up. And when things sneak up like this, it can be a little bit overwhelming. And just knowing that you're sending your kids away for a whole day can be, um, bring different stresses and anxieties. And what is the year going to hold? And are we going to be able to handle it? And will my child succeed? Or will there be struggles? You know, there's all these questions that we face as parents that, um, that go into the start of the school year. And so, I just wanted to encourage you because uh, at the end of the day, we are in control of our children <laughs> and what is happening to them. And sometimes it might not feel like it. It might feel like there's so many things that are out of our control. But when it really boils down to it, you are the parent and uh, you have the final say in um, your child's education and in your child's life in general as a whole. And so uh, as you guys know, I am a homeschool mom. I've homeschooled my kids um, from the beginning. Um, and so obviously I encourage homeschooling. I, I believe in it. I agree with it. I think it's one of the best things God has ever called us to do. That does not uh, say that it goes without its challenges because it does. It comes with plenty of challenges. Um, however, it is something that I know God's called me to do. But in saying that, I know that that is not the call for everyone. And I know it's not on everyone's heart um, to to homeschool. And that's okay. Uh, so that's it's not about whether you homeschool or send your kids to a public school or a private school or however you choose to school is going to be um, up to you. But I think when it when it comes down to schooling and education and all of that, um, I think sometimes we can forget that there's much more of a spiritual growing up and learning um, that needs to happen with our children even more than academics. My husband and I are firm believers that um, if all the academic stuff fell away, if my kids, our kids grow up to be good people, they love God and they know how much Jesus loves them, we're good with that. 
we are good with that because we know that if they fully rely on God and they trust in the finished work of Jesus, he will not let them down. He will not fail them. He has a plan and a purpose for our kids, whether we completely fail or bomb it, whatever, he's still going to show up for them because he loves them. He loves them more than we do. And so I I think um, as we're going into this school year, I just am encouraging you to place your children back in the hands of Jesus. And that does not come with relinquishing um, the training that you should be doing on a spiritual level and an educational academic level as well. Uh, I just have a couple of scriptures, actually, because today is just more me just <laughs> pouring my heart out and kind of um, trying to encourage you. Uh, but in in Luke um, chapter 6 and verse 40, it says, A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. So what Jesus is saying here, because this is Jesus talking, he's saying everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. So who is training your child the most? If you're sending your child to school to be trained by someone else for eight hours a day, there is going to be a level of expectation of training that we have to be doing at home. That our child would be more like the trainer, which we want to be us, than what they're getting at school. And that's not to say there's not wonderful, incredible teachers out there that are loving our kids and and helping to, to mold our kids. But I think what we don't want to do is assume that the teacher takes a responsibility of training up our children. When our child is fully trained, they're going to be like their teacher. And whether that's just because I homeschool, that doesn't negate the fact that I have to be careful of who I'm allowing my children to look up to, who is, quote, training them, who is showing them. Because we must remember that training, what training actually means is to show Not just to say, if you're training someone for a job, you're showing them what to do. And that's exactly what we should be doing with our children. We should be, when we're training them, we are showing them. We're showing them that we read the word. We are showing them that church is important. We go to church on Sundays. We're showing them that God is the most important aspect of our lives. And so we have to be conscious of who is training our children. Because Jesus is saying, whoever's training your child, when they're fully trained, they're going to be like that teacher. So who do you want them to be like? Well, I'm going to say even above wanting my kids to be like me, I want them to be like Jesus. So if I can continue to point my children in the ways of Jesus, I want them to be more like him because I'm not perfect and I struggle and I fail, but I know that Jesus doesn't. And I know that if I can continue to show them that Jesus is the perfect, he is the ultimate, he is who we should be mirroring our lives after, then I can feel confident that I've done my part and that God's going to meet me the rest of the way. 
But as we go into this school year and the stresses begin to pile up of all the things that begin to fill our calendar, we cannot let things of the most important fall to the wayside. We have to put our children back in the hands of God. We have to trust that he will guide us to guide them. And I think what we need to do is give ourselves more grace and give our kids more grace. Can I, can I be so bold as to say we need to lower our expectations of our kids? And I don't mean that like just let them do whatever they want. It doesn't matter if you are a good student or if you're being naughty. That, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is the world is giving you an expectation of who your child should be, what they should know, how they should act, who they should be. And I'm here to tell you that that expectation is so just ridiculous, to be honest with you. We have taken what kids should know and how they should be, and we try to immediately turn them into little adults, and we don't even allow kids to be kids. And so when the world has done that to us, and I'm me included, I can get sucked into that. You think, well, why doesn't my kid know how to read yet? Or why doesn't my kid know how to do this or that or the other thing? Why are they acting like this? Whatever. Well, I'm here to tell you it's because they're kids. They're kids. And I'm also here to tell you that the expectation that is on our kids today is not the expectation that was on you when you were a kid. I can guarantee you that. And because we have allowed these expectations to build up and build up and we begin to play the comparison game, we start looking down on our kids and and acting as if they better rise up to who the world thinks they should be or they're failing. And that, that, that couldn't be further from the truth. We cannot put ourselves and our children into that box. We need to lower our expectations to the appropriate level of who our kids are and who God's called them to be. And I mean, just their age appropriateness. I mean, let's be honest. And then we need to give grace. We need to give grace to our kids and we need to give ourselves grace and we have to stop looking to the world to tell us who our kids should be and how they should be acting and what they should know. Stop looking to the world and start looking to the word and asking God and saying, Lord, show me who my kid is. Help me. Help me to see my child the way that you do, that I could begin to train them up in the way that they should go. And that brings me to... Proverbs 22 and verse 6, and I'm going to read this from the Passions Translation, and it says, Dedicate your children to God and point them in the way that they should go, and the values they've learned from you will be with them for life. Let me read that again. Dedicate your children to God and point them in the way that they should go, and the values they've learned from you will be with them for life. What I love about this verse is if I trust God's word and I do, and I know you do too, then what I love about this is it says the values that they've learned from you will be with them for life. Not the algebraic equation, not uh, the perfect paper that you wrote with perfect punctuation. Not that, none of that. The values that we teach our children will be with them for life, training them up, showing them, showing them the way that they should go. 
Can we not begin to see that our relationship with our kids, our relationship with Christ, and our relationship, our children's relationship with Christ is the very most important thing that we should ever nurture in our lives? We never stop being parents, but someday your child will stop going to school or you will stop homeschooling. This part of your life is going to end. So what is the most important? You can be really smart and be a horrible person. And guess what? Who cares? But you can be a wonderful person and maybe not have been the best student or be, quote, very average, whatever. And you grow up to be a wonderful mom and dad, husband, wife, brother, sister, friend, and have a wonderful career and all the things. You want to know why? Because you taught your child to lean on God, the one and only person that can help them. They learned how to do that. And so when life happened, they knew what to do. They knew what to do when life happened. Because if we never teach our kids values, the second schooling stops and life kicks in, they don't have anything to fall back on. They don't have a foundation. They don't have a moral compass or a value system that says this is right from wrong. This is who you should be as a person. They don't know. Because all that was important was academics. And don't get me wrong. And don't twist my words. Academics are important. Of course. Of course we want our kids to be smart. We want them to succeed. And that takes learning. But learning can be fun. It doesn't have to be the stressful game that the world has created it to be. Like I said, the the rat race of the comparison game. And we have to get better because otherwise you're not as smart as Billy and Sally. And we have to do this. And now we're not doing anything right. And oh my goodness, we're just failing in every area and stop. That is Satan trying to stop you and strangle you and choke everything out that you're trying to do with your kids. None of that. Can we just stop that for a second? It's not that it's not important, but it's not the most important. I'm telling you that. And some of you might not agree with me and that's okay. But I'm here to tell you that life is going to happen. But they have to know who God is. And going to church on a Sunday isn't enough. It's not enough. Train your child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. And everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. Who do you want your child to be trained by? Who do you want them to resemble when this is all said and done? Who do you want them to be like? We can enjoy our lives with our children, but we have to show them the way. And one thing I I want to say is you have the final say. There's a lot going on in education nowadays. And even aside from education, so many things. We know that there is an attack on our children right now. My kids, your kids, every, all kids are. There is, there is an agenda that is being pressed and forced upon our kids, whether they're 5 or 25. The younger generation, is there's an agenda. And we know that and we can see it. So you have got to have discernment about what is happening and what your child is hearing. There's a lot of knowledge out there, but you've got to gain wisdom to be able to discern what is going on. You cannot sit on the sidelines and assume that everything is fine and what your kids are hearing, learning, knowing is okay. Once you hear something, it's over. You can't take that back. 
And it's our job to protect our children. It's our job to train them, show them, guide them, pursue them. No matter how you're schooling, no matter what, no matter what. And we have to trust the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. And when we say, I can't do this, Lord, I don't know how to help my child. I don't know how to train my child. I don't know how to, you know, show my children. Trust the Holy Spirit. Begin to take these fears and these worries and these concerns, these stresses to the Lord and say, Father, show me. You know my child better than I do. You formed my child in my womb, in their mother's womb. You know them. You love them. Show me. And he will. And he will, but we, but we cannot pass the torch when it comes to raising our children. We just can't. And I know that it can be hard. And I know that it can be overwhelming. But these years are so short and they learn so much. And you guys, I am, you have no idea how much I am telling myself these exact same things. Because it, it doesn't matter if you homeschool or send your child to school. It doesn't matter. There's the same attack. There's the same devil. There's the same agenda chasing after the hearts of our children right now. And if you are a Christian living right now with children, you've got to be a warrior for your child's life and for your child's heart, for your child's salvation. This is when we put the armor of God on and pull our children close and say, there is nothing that's going to come between me and my child and my child and their relationship with Christ because that's the most important. And I am going to make sure that I am standing on the front lines for my kids. I'm not going to put my child in front of me and say, okay, go ahead. I guess whatever it is, it will be. No, no, we can't do that. We cannot do that. We have to take an active, active role in what's happening right now because so much is geared towards our kids. But God, in the end, every single day, he is there and he loves them and he guides them and he shows them and he speaks to them. And it's up to us to nurture that, to show them, not just say, oh, you know, Jesus loves you. And then we just, that's it. We don't talk about it again. We might go to church on Sunday. We might not, because I'm here to tell you that that's not training your child in the way that they should go. Training is showing every day, every day. And easy ways that you can do that is reading a devotional with your child, making sure you're praying, thanking God every day, Making time to read the word together, taking them to church on Sundays, talking about the importance, making sure your child is a light, being the kind child that you want them to be at school, reminding them that they can be a light, that they can tell other people about Jesus, that in the end, that's what's most important. If every day we are stressed and browbeating our child to get the math problem right, but we never tell them that Jesus loves them. Mm, that's not good. It's not good. We don't want that because suddenly the perfection of my academics supersedes my relationship with Christ. And now everything is backwards and we don't want that. I don't want that. You don't want that. Can we just relax and enjoy our children? The world is telling you to hurry up 
your kid needs to be the very smartest, the very best, and then they go out and they leave you and there was never a relationship nurtured with you or with Jesus. And listen, this is no condemnation to you or to me. This is an encouraging word to say, let's start the year out on a different foot. Let's take a deep breath and, and invite Jesus into this relationship and invite Jesus into this school year. Say, Lord, you are guiding this school year and I'm not going to be stressed and I'm not going to play the comparison game and I'm not going to worry about perfection. This year, I'm going to cultivate a home that accepts you first, that receives you first, that shows that you are the most important thing in our lives and watch the academics and everything else follow suit. Watch the temperature of your home decrease and the love increase because creating that environment helps a child to thrive better in school and homework and all the things anyway. They have a, a skip in their step where they can have a good day at school, where they're not going to school thinking, oh my gosh, that homework was terrible last night and now I can't even do this and how am I going to get through this day and da 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 Don't do that. Don't do that. That's what the world wants. And God's saying, take a deep breath, mama. Enjoy your kids. Show them. Teach them. God loves them first. Because he does. And he loves you. And he wants you to invite him in. He wants you to go to him first and trust him with every fiber of your being. Trust that he will lead you and guide you, and show you. Open our eyes, Lord, to see our children in the beautiful ways that you see them, Lord. As these masterpieces that you have so beautifully gifted to us, Father. And Lord, as we step into this school year, I pray for every single mom or dad that is listening to this, that their eyes of their understanding would be open to see the truth of your love for them and your love for their children, that we are called, we are capable, we are anointed to lead our children in the way that they should go, Father, that when they're old, they will not depart from it. That's a promise that you gave to us, Lord, and we're trusting in that. Father, we thank you for supernatural protection around every child, Father God, that you go before them. You protect their heart and their mind, their eyes and their ears, Father. You keep all evil away from them. You protect them. You love them. And Lord, help us to guide them this school year, Father, that they could be a light, but that we would be a light to them first, Father. Thank you for so great a salvation. Thank you for the gift of loving us and thank you for the Holy Spirit that leads us, leads and guides us into all truth. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. You guys, I hope you found this message encouraging. I hope that you can go into this school year with a happy heart, a smile on your face, knowing that God goes with you and he's with your child every single day because he loves you so much. Be encouraged, share this message to encourage another, and I'll see you here next week at That Girl.